This is a piece called Unease by Scott Erickson from his book Honest Advent. It begins with this quote from the Gospel of Luke. Let it be to me according to your word. There was a moment when the presence of God was felt as the unease of morning sickness. Don't be surprised if your current unease is that exact same avenue of presence. Nothing can ruin the euphoria of discovering you're pregnant faster than the need to vomit. Although not confined to the beginning of the day, morning sickness is the term we use to describe the nausea and vomiting that affects four out of five mothers during the first trimester of pregnancy, or some for all three, like my wife. Whether it stems from an increase in hormonal activity or a reduction in the blood sugar, physicians and scientists are not completely clear on why this happens. The main hypothesis is that it's the body's learned biological strategy to protect the growing child from any unhealthy food and drink the mother may typically consume if she did not feel like blowing chunks publicly. My wife describes it like a hangover without having enjoyed the party, or the queasy stomach without the screaming adrenaline from the loop-de-loop roller coaster ride. It's a discomfort that women know is leading them to a new life, and it's bearable because of that deep hope of joy. It's not written in the gospel text, but it's plausible to suggest there was a period in Mary's journey when she too went through this same uneasy trimester. I can imagine the moment it hit ending the spiritual high of angelic announcement and welcoming her into the uneasy, queasy feeling of actually having to go through the physical details of this divine calling. That's the rub of all divine proclamations, isn't it? The announcement that you are going to grow. The process of growth is always uneasy because growth never comes through ease. It comes through the stretching and expanding of one's capacity to push on ahead. And often the change that needs to happen in order for you to grow may leave you dry heaving on the sidelines. Like when you run around until you feel like throwing up as you prepare for the day of the marathon, or the anxiety, nausea of packing up all your worldly possessions and moving to a part of the world that is unknown to you, or the gagging nerves of trying to date again, or the vomitous risk of starting a new career. I have spent years of growing into a public speaker, and I can't tell you how many speeches I've given that were preceded by a little throwing up in my mouth before I went on stage. The uneasiness is not a sign that you're doing it wrong. In fact, just as with pregnancy, it's a sign you're on the right track. The difficulty in letting God grow you is the trust that is asked of you when you aren't quite clear what the outcome looks like. When you intentionally do more sit-ups or eat less meat lover's pizza, you may have an image in your mind of what it might look like to feel more comfortable for swimsuit season. But when you say to the giver of your life, I want my life to be meaningful. I want to serve you with my life. May it be so according to what you desire. You have no idea what secret cosmic strategies have been put into play to answer that request. You may very well find yourself in an uneasy situation, just like everyone else in the Bible. Look at the chorus of human beings in this Christmas story, and you will see the same song being sung by all of them to trust in the goodness of God in uneasy situations, just as we are invited to sing. The only difference is that we see the whole story played out in the pages of Scripture, whereas we are right in the middle of our own stories being sung and have no idea if this is a catchy tune or a musical disaster. 
Because of this, when we find ourselves in an uneasy place in life, our question to God is, why are you doing this to me? Partly this is to check to see if God has perhaps gotten distracted with more pressing global concerns and has left us to fend for ourselves. And partly it's to express the disappointing conclusion that our request that God do what it desires in our lives has not brought about the journey of ease we had hoped for. If you ask a newly pregnant mother, hugging the toilet while racked with morning sickness, why it's worth going through all this hardship, she will wipe away the remnants of last night's dinner with a piece of toilet paper and whisper, for love, it's worth it because I love this child. The answer to our question to God is surprisingly the same. Just like morning sickness, the unease is a strategy of the soul to protect you from doing all the things as usual that could harm this new life being grown in you. It's for love that you have been moved from what is known to what is unknown. It's for love you have been moved from your comfortable perch so that you may be enlarged by a different perspective. It is for love that you have been broken open so a larger capacity for faith, hope, and love can be built inside you for love. It's because you are loved. It may be that the divine presence you've been looking for is to be found in your present unease. Don't miss this invitation by trying to find a resolution to your unease prematurely. May the unease of your stretching and expanding be the promise of divine love, growing in you a new life of unforeseen possibility.